0: hi todd hey nick how are you good thanks how are you i'm good good what are you drinking
1: oh today uh, i have this lovely sam adams boston lager wow it's good yeah it came in a variety pack you guys have variety packs uh i'm not
0: sure actually i i don't usually buy beer from like a supermarket or anything like that I prefer to buy beer from like a like a local brewery, and they give it to you in like a in like in a one liter or two liter PET bottle, like a yeah. plastic bottle. Yeah, yeah, we
1: call them a growler. Okay, I have no idea why. Today I learned. Yeah, called a growler.
0: Very cool. We should put a, a picture of your beer in uh, in our show notes.
1: Well, I'm not drinking a growler. That'd be crazy. <laughs> it's only Monday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you need one for the week. <laughs>
1: I guess. Uh, so what do, you, what do you have today? Uh,
0: today it's lunchtime, so I'm having a long black. There you go. You see, that's a long black, which is Yum. like a sh- much shorter Americano. Um, it's equal amounts of um, espresso coffee and hot water. Awesome. Yeah, it's good. So we have some news. Uh, guess what? We have hundreds of listeners from all over the world. I know. It's pretty awesome hi
1: everyone hi everybody
0: um yeah and uh, we even have a twitter account now so uh if anyone wants to get in touch with us they can uh, follow at keep in touch fm yeah
1: it's just really cool i'm surprised i guess to have so many listeners and uh i don't know i'm thankful i guess see now it's weird
0: hopefully we end up with a a show that everyone enjoys and um, yeah it'd be really great if people got in touch and sent us what you know their suggestions and what they want to hear
1: yeah yeah for sure like tweet us email us send us your thoughts things that we got wrong never never anything wrong
0: (laughs) especially the kids part i'm sure all the kids stuff we always get right
1: i don't know kids (laughs) all right so uh you had a prediction back mm. in episode number one. I did.
0: I did and it came through. I can't believe it. Um I'll put a a screenshot of iOS thirteen to show um to show people what I really wanted. And uh, yeah, I don't know who I need to thank for that, but I'm super stoked that um in IOS thirteen um people will be able to see uh, when and where they were, when an app tracked them, or used the location, as well as only give a one-off permission to uh, to apps when they prompt them to uh, um, to allow uh, location services and location permissions. So I'm very happy to see that, uh, especially as a parent. Like, you know, I might want to let my kid play Pokemon Go, but I only want to uh, I want to teach her to only give that permission level when she uses the app. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I'm very happy with that. I
1: think we had... Did we have that show out before WWDC?
0: Yeah, it came out Sunday, yeah. and the announcement was on Monday, so...
1: Man, yeah. they were scrambling to put that together <laughs>
0: to have it in the announcement, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I mean, we do have hundreds of listeners, so we are influencers yeah. now, Todd.
1: Well, I heard, you know, Tim Cook was listening, <laughs> and he called somebody late Sunday night it's like, we're gonna announce this thing that doesn't exist yet, but it's gonna be in there. It's gonna yep. be in there. <laughs> yep. No. It's really cool though. I'm it's very happy. It's nice to see. Yeah.
0: More so. like that. More stuff like that, please. Both Apple, Google, and anyone else building operating systems. I want to be in control of my privacy.
1: Yeah, for sure. Cool. So we did have one listener who sent us a note mm-hmm. uh, last week or maybe the week before. Uh, his name, should we use names? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think Simon's okay to say hi, Simon.
1: All right. So hi, Simon. Uh, Simon wanted to know a little bit more about us. Uh, I think, you know, maybe specifically me, uh, since he mm. doesn't know me. Um, but, but yeah, so a little bit about me. Uh, my... My background, my bio. Yeah, so tell Uh, us. So, uh, I grew up in uh, Saginaw, Michigan. Uh, Michigan is the the mitten in the United States, the one that looks like a mitten. And it's about like halfway up, uh, halfway up the state. There's this town called Saginaw, and I don't know, family, sisters. uh, Went to high school there and everything, and uh, then went to college uh, it's a very small college and uh it's where I met my wife and we eventually moved uh downstate. That's what we call like to the city. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> uh yeah, we moved uh down to Ann Arbor. Uh and yeah, we have a, a family here. We have three kids, uh two, four, and six. So they keep us very busy. Of course they do. And yeah, yeah, it's kinda crazy. Although right now, uh I don't think I've even told you this yet. Uh everybody's gone. It's, it's me and the dog. That's it. (laughs) He's he's weirded out. He's just like pacing. He won't stop. How old is your dog? He's like 10. Mm. Yeah. So he like knows that they're supposed to be here and they're all up North at my in-laws house um, right now. So, so anyway, yeah. Uh, the family and then, uh, for work, uh, I'm like, uh, engineer at a consulting company uh so i mostly do android apps
0: so you build software uh, yeah
1: <laughs> build software yeah yeah it's fun
0: do you have any personal projects take part in communities we mentioned gdg
1: yeah so i do the the gdg ann arbor group um and uh, personal projects um I
0: hear you. You started a podcast or something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess this new podcast would be my latest project. Um, Previously, I did some, you know, apps and stuff. I made this like bus bus location app for our city transit. Uh, But I like to do a lot of stuff outside. So uh, I built a deck in the back. Last time we were talking about Mm -hmm. your French train, French train. Yeah. So it's weird because, like, when I was young, I hated doing outside work like it was the worst i hated cutting the grass and just all that stuff and now it's like it's weird right because that's what you want to do is that stuff that you grew up with so
0: cycle of life
1: yeah right it's very cool it's the cycle so all
0: right so how about you um so I'm, I have a funny accent. This is not what New Zealanders normally sound like. Um, and that's because I'm from Romania in Eastern Europe. And Romanian is a Latin language, like Spanish, French, Italian, Portuguese. You get the idea. I went to school back in Romania, and then I worked around the place until I ended up in New Zealand in 2005. And it very quickly became home. Um I'm in love with the place I'm able to, um, to be myself and not worry about anything. I also have a family here. So I have two kids, a husband and a dog as well. So my ki- or our kids are almost two and almost six. So um, we <laughs> we skipped the four. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we probably were holidaying or something. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so um, New Zealand is phenomenal. It's just like a really good home for us and we really love it. For my um, my job, that's right, I uh, I have like a software, software development background as well. I used to be uh, spending most of my time coding and building um, apps, financial software, stuff like that. But nowadays I'm head of mobile, so I'm responsible for more of like strategy and relationships with partners and enabling my mobile team to... Uh, um to be the best they can be and achieve the results they uh, they committed to and be happy so uh yeah that's kind of my day my day job but I only work four days a week uh for my employer the fifth day I have my own mini startup thing with a a partner we've been only working on it for like three years now um it's um it's called improved and it's in the uh, services space so it's enabling people to find um Uh, service providers for their jobs if they don't know how to put in a French drain they can get help from (laughs) us Um, yeah so I have a lot of small projects and things that I engage in but these would be the uh, most relevant ones and other than that I'm one of the co-organizers founder of GDG Wellington so the Google Developer Group in Wellington and I also Mm -hmm. um, run Cocoa Heads Wellington which is the iOS uh, meetup group cool busy you're in Michigan, and I'm mm-hmm. in New Zealand, uh, mm-hmm. and somehow we met, right? <laughs> I know. Strange. So, <laughs> so, so, so the halfway
1: is what? San Francisco, right? <laughs> uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. So, yeah, we met at uh, the GDG Global meetup. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is the... Um, the conference uh, that Google puts on for all of the JG uh, leaders uh, around the world. Uh, so it was really cool. You know, it's a, a one-day thing, a bunch of bunch of sessions and uh, time to meet people. And there's people, I mean, literally from like all over the world, which is really cool. Uh, and everybody's doing very, very similar things and has very, very similar problems and successes. And it's really cool to, uh, to see... You know everybody from, I don't know, like nearby, right? New York, Texas, but then like Japan, Taiwan. I mean, there's like Wellington, everywhere. It's it's really cool. India. There's groups. There's it, it's pretty pretty cool. So so yeah, we met at that conference. And uh, do you remember exactly how we met though?
0: I yeah, yeah I was outside. It
1: was all you, your fault.
0: Yeah, that's right. I was outside enjoying <laughs> a drink. I did not want to be inside. It Was was that the night before with the dinner?
1: I think it was, yeah, that first night, yeah. Sunday.
0: I was just knackered after flying. Yeah. So I spent uh, some time outside just trying to recharge my batteries and listening to a, a DJ that played music for no one. <laughs> no one well, else.
1: <laughs> and it was,
0: it was kind of a weird DJ. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed the music. It was quite diverse. There was music from yeah. all over the world. And that was a lot of like
1: um uh like remakes or not mm. or what are they what is it called? It was uh Remixes. Remix, so, yeah. 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 Of like popular music.
0: Yeah. Nah, it was fine. I I mean yeah. I <laughs> I prefer to be outside than inside. And I remember you walked yeah. out and then I addressed you and you joined my table and we Started talking yeah. and then we were like, why don't we have a podcast together? I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh then we saw each other pretty much every day for the duration of Google I.O. Yeah. And we decided to keep in touch. And yeah. this is how we do it.
1: This has been a good mechanism. For yeah. sure.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny, like um I think people at our age with like our busy lives. Um, without a joint project, I think it's very difficult to kind of uh, maintain friendships and relationships. It's very,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's, it's very understandable, really. Like you know, like you, my top priorities would have to be my kids, my family, you know, stuff like that. And then, um, yeah, if I don't have a, a bullet point for another project, I I won't be able to dedicate time for it. So if we mm-hmm. weren't doing this right now, I'd probably be having lunch outside and reading a book or something and this is equally yeah. fun and enjoyable and great and challenges me technically and uh yeah so i'm definitely finding this to be a plus or it's improving my life but yeah. um yeah it's it's very difficult otherwise like if without a project it would be quite hard to uh maintain a relationship
1: so yeah for sure yeah it's fun it's
0: fun um now people know more about us <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Any other
1: questions, you know, just send us an email or tweet us or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we'll be happy to answer questions.
0: Yeah, so it was a busy week in tech um, or a busy fortnight in tech. Um, yeah. I understand somebody has been doing some
1: testing in production. <laughs> uh, well, a while ago. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you want to talk about that now?
0: <laughs> um, maybe, maybe. Maybe let's, well, that- talk, let's talk about what happened with Duo. Yeah, all right, go ahead. Because there's something to be learned there for all of us if we if we build apps that support batch sending of push notifications. Maybe this is yeah. something we can all learn from Google's mishap. Where so so what is Duo? Duo is the uh, video conferencing latest attempt from Google to <laughs> build a great messaging yeah. platform. I think also one of the most successful attempts as well seems to be quite popular um yeah i use it like every day it's kind of like a facetime for non-iOS users if that makes sense although it is available on iOS yeah yep so i saw in the news that um and it's going to be a link in the show notes that um google sent a duo sorry so google duo sent a, a push notification um On behalf of the Indian cricket team, you know what cricket is?
1: Yeah, I mean I've heard of it. (laughs) It's like a five-day baseball. I've never watched a game. (laughs) You need
0: five days for that, just so you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So they. It's an incredibly popular sport. Uh, No, it's like baseball.
1: Baseball. Baseball.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's kinda. uh, Five days. (laughs) So we should get somebody from India, maybe or Bangladesh or uh, Australia, New Zealand, England, kind of That'd tell cool. us more about cricket. Yeah. Um, so it's a popular game in New Zealand. Um, the um, the mishap, though, is somebody, <laughs> somebody just decided to go like, hey, tell the entire world about the Indian cricket team and how they <laughs> want to be supported or they need to be supported, uh, which is very, uh, very sad. Um, yeah. And uh, sadly, Google has um, acknowledged and responded that um, this was a, a mistake. It wasn't an ad. It was mm-hmm. perceived by many people as an advert, as if like right. Google had pushed the uh, whole message as an ad. Because the the payload says something like, thank you for the wishes, keep cheering for Team India on Duo. And yeah. You can see how this can be perceived as an advert. But apparently it was uh, intended to be just a, 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 a far more targeted message for the indian supporters
1: like people who had opted into it right somehow i think they were it was a group that was supposed to have Mm. opted into this message and instead everybody (laughs) got
0: it it was sent to countries that don't actually play (laughs) cricket yeah (laughs)
1: well it happens all the time
0: like mexico i don't think that people in mexico play cricket
1: (laughs) right Right. If you do, let us know. Well, I mean, it's, you know, if you've done that, like you, you know how it feels, you know, the moment after you make the mistake, your, your stomach drops to the floor, (laughs) right? Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, what did I just do?
0: (laughs) Yeah. We, uh, we once messed up the obfuscation file for our android app and we pushed an update to the play store <laughs> and uh, we discovered after it propagated to the play store that the app wasn't launching <laughs> oh. i had never driven back to the office quite so fast in my life <laughs> i think we had the whole issue solved within like three hours but yeah oh, So yeah.
1: yeah well then you gotta wait for updates again right
0: at least we have Oof. the launch reports nowadays in the Android apps, yeah. right? So, yeah,
1: that's true. That's true. And we can do the forced forced mm. update. Mm-hmm. I that's, mean, that's new. Not yet, but it's coming. So that'll be nice. Yeah, I'm um, well, not forced, but like, you can really suggest to the user that they need to update the app instead of waiting for the normal, the normal overnight. I update, think you can block
0: yeah, it. There's support to prevent yeah. them from using the app. So
1: There's like two different modes. Yeah, one of them is like you can just lock them out until they update the app. And then the other one is it it updates. Oh, it's like a, a dialogue that says, hey, you need to update. And they can say, no, <laughs> and it will just go away. <laughs> but yeah, there's this nice little nudge to tell them they need to update their app. So. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. No, mine. Uh, I was trying to think of a, a story. It, it was. It was a long time ago. Uh, mm-hmm. I am positive I've had something since then, but the biggest that I had uh, back when I worked at—I uh, don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say the name, but it, we hosted quite a few national newspapers around the world, um, and there was this option <laughs> in this this UI that was like. I was exploring one day, right, in production and the, the database where all the information is. And uh, this little menu was like failover cluster. And then I had the dot, 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 you know. it's so like, when you see a menu and you see the dot, mm-hmm. dot, dot, like, you expect another dialogue to yeah. pop up.
0: It's an overflow, right?
1: Yeah, right? Like, it's, you know, you're expecting it to prompt you. Are you sure? Or here's some additional information or something. So, like, I click the button and... No, it just immediately like started like failing over, which means like going to the, the backup, a backup of sorts. And I messaged my boss and I was like, hey, uh, I did this. And, and he was like, well, it's like, just go to lunch. Don't do anything. You'll make it worse. He's like, just wait. It'll take like two hours. And like <laughs> websites were down for like millions of people. Like it was crazy. Yeah. And he's like, don't touch it. It'll be worse. Did never he also yet. say "Don't come back"? <laughs> no, he was he was very very nice about it. He was like, "I've done that too, and now you'll never do it again." <laughs> it's like even if you're curious and it has the dot dot dot, you'll never do it again. Wait
0: for the tooltip to appear. Hover over the button and just wait patiently. Yeah. Oh, so anyway, so that's quite 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 a horror stories. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, accidental production things, but
0: well. Apple had its own horror story. I don't know if you saw the news, but um, Johnny Ive has decided to move on. And he started his own company called Love From. Yeah, he's
1: a designer, right?
0: He was uh, Steve Jobs' right hand, pretty much. So he's responsible for redesigning pretty much the entire product line that you see today in Apple's portfolios. He's the guy responsible for resurrecting
1: Apple. Like all the silver, clean lines right like the macbook
0: yeah like no buttons likes. no ports yeah right <laughs> <laughs> lots of dongles no keyboard <laughs> yeah so yeah. um it's very it's it's quite a big hit i think for for apple because um he really though yeah i think so because i I go back to what jobs used to say about him he was saying that johnny f reports to no one but him and he had free reign in pretty much every project and like i don't think apple would normally have made a gold apple watch you know like he had a lot of power you know and um i i just there's been a lot of rumors and an article, I can't remember, I think it was Wall Street Journal, about him like being quite bitter over the last three, four years and not turning up at meetings and stuff like that, that um, Tim Cook uh, refuted on NBC today, I think, or yesterday oh. in your case. So it's pretty heated as an argument, like, you know, journalists going like, hey, the guy was... You know, tuned out, and he was basically creating frustration with the rest of the teams and whatnot. And uh Coco like, no, 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 you misunderstand. He's that's abs- that's absurd. He's a he's a guru. Anyway, um, so time will tell if it was uh, a loss or not. But at the same yeah. time, it's there's a shift in a way that Apple has gone through from being a very product heavy company towards more of an operational company? That makes a lot of sense, right? Because Tim Cook is the former chief operations officer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So he's all about logistics and optimizations and efficiency and whatnot. Whilst Jobs and Ive for all about building products that people absolutely adore holding and interacting with and looking at and
1: basically it's building gotta be art. so beautiful.
0: Yeah, that's right. So Beautiful. if you remember yeah. Jobs used to say that Apple was at the intersection between technology and liberal arts. Yeah. And that's not the type of story that I hear from Tim Cook nowadays, you know? So yeah, it's, it, it
1: it's doesn't it's definitely not the same.
0: Yeah. Apple that it was. Yeah.
1: And so Tim Cook talks about ago. customer satisfaction and yeah. <laughs> being number one. I mean, and, like could you imagine it ever being in a Steve Jobs world where you buy a brand new iPhone and you can't plug it in to anything
0: well other than I, the wall like i i have on my desk right now an iPad Pro and an iPhone and they use different cables
1: <laughs> exactly the cables are just like it's all over the place yeah well, like give the like cheap iPads use the lightning connector expensive iPads use USB-C like my MacBook Pro has nothing but USB-C ports on it like I'm not kidding, I have one two, three dongles plugged in right now to be doing this podcast, like yeah, yeah. so like to your point, right, it's but look how pretty things are. have shifted
0: <laughs> a little bit, uh, they have, yeah, yeah so um, yeah. we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on Apple, see how he's doing, yeah, um, cool, s- speaking of technology and dongles and stuff, um kids yeah. and access to technology, um. What do you folks do? Do you, does your six year old have her
1: own uh, tech? So we've been like, I don't think we've realized it, but we're like very conservative on the technology front. So uh, they have like, um, these like uh, what's the thing leapfrog if you heard mm-hmm. of leapfrog yep i know leapfrog. educational yep. yeah so they, they have that stuff um the oldest uh has a, a pretty old one um so it's actually like a pretty small screen it reminds me of like a um not a game boy but like a like a sega you remember the sega mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what was it called the game gear yeah of course it uh, yeah it's like the same size yeah. Uh, so anyway, so she has one of those, um, you know, it's all like educational stuff and there's like no internet, there's no connectivity. So I have to like plug it in and load games. And, um, it's actually really funny though. It has a camera. So like I get to download all the pictures and videos and the audio recordings that they make. And, uh, I have this album and sometimes (laughs) I've, I've found stuff where it's, it's like the kids and the cousins up north at my parents' house, and, like, they're recording stuff. You know, like, they're hiding, like, in the closet or something. And, like, they record these little audio clips, and it's the cutest thing ever. So it's, it's really cool that I have those. It's so cute <laughs> to hear them. And these, like, videos. I mean, the videos are, like, it's like a postage stamp. It's so tiny, and it's grainy, and you can barely tell who it is. <laughs> but it's cute. So, yeah, so they have those. Um, and they have these little watches that we bought them a while ago um so those are kind of fun uh but but no they don't really have like i don't know they don't have traditional ipads they don't have um i don't know they do not use my ipad that's like mine right like they don't really get to use it much uh at all um i would say they do a little bit more tv than we would like um but you know it's usually when we get home and making dinner and that kind of stuff.
0: Maybe we talk about TV as a separate thing at some point, because I'm yeah. very curious about that.
1: Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't know. How about you? What do you guys do?
0: Um, We are not <laughs> as conservative as you are. That's for sure. So um, our, our eldest, she has her own iPad. This is her second iPad. Now she had a mini, now she has a mm-hmm. regular sized air. Um, She's not allowed to use it whenever she wants to, though. So uh, she, mm-hmm. she, she has to ask for permission to to use it. And um, it's part of a family setup thing. So I control what apps she gets. She can't install something if I don't approve it, stuff like that. But it does mean that we back up all, all the things she's done. So they... Yeah. So all the artsy stuff that she builds or draws or whatnot. So we're very picky with the apps that we allow on that iPad. So she has the school apps to learn how to write or how to count or how to, mm-hmm. you know. Um there's this really interesting things that she plays with to build or draw almost any object in nature or around her using just very basic shapes like triangles, circles, squares, whatever. So that's just to and stimulate her creativity but then the one thing that we do together quite a bit especially on the weekend is a thing called osmo so osmo is a not a sponsor (laughs) it's like a hardware attachment like a mirror that you slap on top of the uh, front facing camera that uh, basically Mm -hmm. picks up what's uh, laid in front of the ipad and then you can draw or sketch on paper or put objects Mm um and you can learn how to code, you can learn about geometry, you can learn how to draw. It's it's fairly, it's fairly interesting. Her attention span mm-hmm. with iPad is hmm, maybe just a little bit longer than with uh, regular toys or fluffies or whatever, but shorter than with board games. So if we pick yeah. up a board game, even if it's a card game, that's what she can focus on the most. So I'm... I don't feel like the iPad has taken over her attention or anything. But the, oh, and we have books. Like at night when we go to read books, she has the two books she gets from school every day. And then we read two or three or four, however many we can until eight. Eight, we say eight is late. So until eight o'clock, we we read as many books as we can on her iPad. And
1: yeah. They bring home, or she brings home two books a day. day. Yeah. We do the, we have the exact same thing. (laughs) Isn't that funny? <laughs> it's very it's funny. Like, it's like these little books, right? And it's like, yeah. you know, know like, like Sam can ride. Or yeah. So like
0: they're color coded. So she's yeah. color red yeah. and purple and yellow. Totally. And, so she's level yellow now.
1: Oh, so. wow. That's funny.
0: Yeah. Like
1: um, a world away. And it's like yeah. the same. Cool. That's um, pretty cool.
0: Um, I think one day we should introduce uh, Olivia, Tomara, and the other way around. See what what they talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, can
1: Can we go over and play? (laughs)
0: yeah mara does do stuff like facetime the grandparents from her ipad she can call us so if she's if she's at home and i'm at work and she needs to talk to me she can pick up her ipad and call me which is amazing um and she we let her use snapchat which is quite a gamble she uses snapchat with her half sisters yeah so they 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 put like filters and things and they talk to one another and they just engage and they have a lot of fun but again,
1: I'm afraid uh, to use Snapchat.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I'm I'm very <laughs> nervous. Like I regularly check to see who's contacted her on Snapchat. Yeah. And I mean to be fair, she huh. never uses it without us there. But yeah. Yeah. So we well, we we kind of decided to do that because we were afraid um that we may come across as hypocrisy because i'm a lot yeah. of the time on my phone like i have my phone readily oh, available yeah. to film them to answer a message or whatever and yeah, totally. i was very nervous that she'd be like well why are you allowed and i'm not allowed you know so yeah. i try to i don't know maybe i'm I, off, maybe i'm overthinking yeah. it yeah i know. Yeah, I wonder, uh, maybe we should do a poll on our Twitter uh, account to see what people do. Do they let people... That'd be cool. Do, they, they let, do people let their kids under six to use iPads and technology, or do they not? I wonder.
1: that hmm. Yeah, That'd be a good poll. Hey, something I just thought of really quick. Go, go, go. Because uh, I remember um, Seesaw, mm-hmm. right? And we use yeah, Seesaw. Not, not a yeah. sponsor. Uh, you do Seesaw, we do yeah. Seesaw. It's like this this kid yeah. sharing thing for schools. Uh, do you download your archive at the end of the year? I haven't had
0: it for a year yet, so I'll uh, ask, okay. me ag- ask me again. Ask me again in
1: so a few months. Uh, it's kind of buried in the in the interface, but but I can show you. Uh, and then you have like a zip file with mm-hmm. everything in there, so you don't they don't lose anything then yeah i i feel like our school doesn't
0: make the most of seesaw like we get not enough stuff posted like one every three days or something i would want a higher frequency it's a plan
1: tell me a see or uh, send me a seesaw today she rolls her eyes (laughs) cool
0: now i'll uh, I'll have to tell mara to ask the teacher to do that
1: see what happens yeah cool um well, should well, let <laughs> so you get back to work, huh? Yeah. If
0: people want to get in touch with you, Todd, uh, I, I think they should follow you on Twitter and Instagram on Todd DeLand. Is that right?
1: Yep. Yep. At Todd Three Ds. Uh, and if people want to follow you, uh, they can look at t- on Twitter at NickTMRO. That's right. So until next time, keep in touch.